Hey, Shaf, what do you say we watch a TV show about a team that features a leader, a techie, a brawler, and another guy? Sounds great. We haven't reviewed a Ninja Turtles show in a long time. Oh, no, no. I wasn't talking about the turtles. Oh. Um, well, that's cool. Well, um, well, uh, then you must be talking about Lego Ninjago then. And if so, that's fine by me because... No, not Lego Ninjago. Really? Um, okay. Well, um, I, I guess Penguins of Madagascar can sort of fit in our geek wheelhouse if we're like really desperate. What? No. Look. We're watching this totally original and not in the slightest bit derivative show on Disney Plus called Star Wars colon The Bad Batch. Oh, gotcha. Totally original, huh? Yup. Nothing else like it. And uh, not in the slightest bit derivative, eh? No, sir. It's like nothing we've ever seen before. I see. So, um, is there a twist involving one of the team turning on the others? Mm, yes. And does another twist involve another clone on the team being a little girl? Mm, yes. And does one of the characters quickly develop a conscience and decide to protect the little girl and take her with him on his space travels? Mm, okay. Okay, look, you've made your point. Let's just watch this goddamn show. Do it. Come on, shop. Well, it's time to record now. Yeah, Wonder Rob, I just can't wait to record now. We met on stage because we like to perform now. We're best of friends co-hosting all of our shows now. It's time to celebrate our energy. With new shows for you to blast every freaking week. Come on, shop, it's time to let our geek speak. I hear you, Rob, my geek speak has crazy tech. We move of Marvel, DC's okay. Our content rocks, geek news all day. We're gamers too, we play for fun. I'm Trekkie proud, phasers to stand. Film and TV, our force is strong. Geek so to speak, where you belong. Geek so to speak, 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 geek so to speak. Welcome back, fellow geeks, to another episode of Geek So To Speak podcast, your source for all things geek. My name is Shoff, and I represent one half of this dynamic duo. Now, with me on the line is my very best friend, Nearest and dearest to my bro heart, the star to my wars, the bad to my batch. That sounds really gross. Um, let me give it up and let us all give it up for the one, the only, the wonderful wonder, Rob. How's it going? Star Wars, give me those Star Wars, <laughs> nothing but... Star Wars, don't let them in. <laughs> hey guys, I was off the top of my dome. But, I mean, I remembered it off the top of my dome. I remembered the lyrics. 
I didn't make it up. <laughs> oh, Star Wars, if they should buy wars, please let them stay. <laughs> oh, Bill Murray would be very pleased. Friend of the show, Bill Murray would be super Friend of the show, Bill Murray. We should, we should get him well, back on he again. He will be pleased when he listens to this tomorrow. <laughs> hey, Bill. <laughs> hey, Billy. Hey, William. Yeah. How's it going? Billy B. All right, so... Uh, fellow geeks, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for, for tuning in to this episode. We are recording on Friday, May 7th. Uh, this episode will likely and most positively go live on Saturday, May 8th, unless <laughs> it doesn't. And in which you case, you took the words <laughs> out of my mouth, <laughs> in which case, it'll be sometime after that because that's how time works. That's the linear format of time. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. You can't put out an episode in the past. We are your number one time explanation podcast. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Not only are we that, but we are also the number one English speaking geek news podcast. It, we, you know what? We might be back at the number one. No way. Because I haven't, I haven't looked in a while, so I'm going to do it right now. I'm getting on the Apple Podcast. Got it on my iPhone right now. Typing in geek news search. Loading. Loading. Okay, it shows me at the top here, but I have to really click see all, Shaf. Because this screen right here, that can be deceptive. So I'm going to hit see all. Oh, snap. <gasps> we, are. we are back. To the number one podcast spot on iTunes when you search Geek News, that is. That's... Take that, That's Geek right. Geek News. Take that Asian-speaking... Maybe. Geek. It might be Mandarin. I can't geek. tell. Their last episode... Well, that's why I said Ooh, Asian, because that's sort of all-inclusive. So I'll tell you why we took this podcast down. Because just like the others, just like many others, Shaf, that they come on and they come off that doesn't make any sense their last podcast episode was january 28th they failed they pod uh, failed they dropped off yep not us though episode number 153 yep 153 that's right <laughs> couldn't remember <laughs> and uh we're gonna keep it going we're gonna keep it going we might even be starting a podcast network soon it's but true let's keep um, uh, I don't know Rob, if we should tell them about that yet. Well, 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 we'll the po the possibility of a podcast network is something we're working on. It's not it's not officially there yet, but uh, it is a it is a pipe dream that we are going to make a reality at some point. But Wonder Rob, I think we should probably at this point we're talking about podcasts that fell off. What about podcasts that that um, fell on that that just started something to listen to besides us? I would say protocol 13 now why would you say protocol 13 you know what? i stumbled upon it when i was uh checking out podcasts on anchor uh mm -hmm. which i do from time to time um it's a daily occurrence i just go searching for like what's, what's the coolest newest podcast on anchor <laughs> coolest podcast and oh well we're already at the top so not us <laughs> doesn't count okay <laughs> next and uh, i came across a podcast called uh, protocol 13 and it's a star wars podcast now the reason okay. why this is a significant podcast uh for me is it features my nemesis 
Oh. Tractor Vactor. That's right. Jedi Vactor. And Hunter Camp. And Hunter Camp. Every time uh, Hunter Camp's name is mentioned, it's mentioned in its entirety. Hunter Camp. Yes. Now, I thought we weren't going to be talking about uh, the podcast network. We're not talking about the podcast network. We're talking about another podcast that is uh, a friend of ours. Or, a, or an arch nemesis of ours. And we are just letting our geek listeners know that if they would like some additional Star Wars uh, uh, s- podcast stuff, that after they listen to our episode in its entirety, then they can go and check out po- Protocol 13. Yeah. And they may or may not be under the geek, so to speak, podcast network umbrella, yeah. which hasn't been announced yet. And they are probably <laughs> more than likely more knowledgeable in Star Wars than we're about to be later in the show. It's true. (laughs) In fact, they would probably be very upset with the things that we have to say about this show. And if, if you uh, folks did not catch in our intro, we are going to be talking about Star Wars, the bad batch, this episode. Um, The first two episodes are available on Disney plus we reviewed the first episode just to sort of get a sense of the series, what we're, what it's, you know, what it's about, what, um, what the characters are are doing, what's going on. So, uh, we're going to give you an idea on what to expect. If you're not sure if you want to watch it, maybe this will help you decide that this is a series you do or don't want to watch going forward. So we'll help you out there. We also have a ton of geek news to talk about, um, which we'll get into in a moment, but just a, a quick teaser so you know, the MCU Phase 4, we got a little bit of a preview, so there's a lot of new uh, movies coming down the pike over the next two, three years. We got some new release dates, we got some new footage, uh, we're finding out more about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which may or may not be the end for some characters. Um, we get an update, potentially, on some Spider-Man uh, rumors, we find out more about an upcoming Superman movie. Um, apparently Dexter's back. And then also uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh, he likes to get hands on with Mario, if you know what I'm saying. So, uh, <laughs> Mamma Mia. Papa Pia. A baby has a diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Mama said it wouldn't hurt. So baby had it for dessert. <laughs> Hey, Mario, do you want to have sex? I'm a tired. A pasta. A linguine. A mustacholi. A gabagoosh. When you hear your family. All right. So, fellow geeks. It has come to the point of the episode where we like to update you on what's been going on. Actually, oh my gosh, I'm getting so far out of the out of the realm of things. Stop the presses. Here's what you got to do. Before I go any further, have you smashed the subscribe button? Because if you haven't, this is what you're supposed to do. You got to hit it. You got to hit it. You got to tap it. You got to click it. You got to bap it. I don't know. But what you got to do. <laughs> Twist it. <laughs> Pull it. Bop it. Yank it. Doom, 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 or what? Doom. That's a game. <laughs> yeah, that's a game. Um, it's a very infuriating game, but it's a game. Um, but yeah, you want to definitely subscribe to our podcast so you know about all the new episodes as they appear. We're a weekly podcast, so you can always bet that we're going to have some new content every week. Uh, but this will just get you the new, the information and the news as fast as possible. Plus, 
if you're new to the podcast, you're enjoying our banter so far. It's going to only going to get better, funnier, sillier from here on forward. Um, please rate us five stars, review us. If you're listening to us on something other than Apple podcasts, that's cool too. But in that sense, the only way to send us a review sometimes is uh, to send us a message on on our social media or uh, send us an email. So we're going to provide you with that information towards the middle of the episode. Uh, but just, you know, if you've got something to say, let us know. We want to know these things. We want to know what we're doing right. We don't want to know what we're doing wrong. We want to know what kind of topics that uh, you want to hear. Right, Wonder Rob? That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, like I was saying, every week we talk about what's been going on over the past week. And Wonder Rob and I, being the best of friends, we talk all the time. But you know what? Both of our lives are they're busy. They are busy. We got a lot going on. We are dads. We are uh, we work full time. And this is just our passion project. So um, there's plenty I don't know about Wonder Rob's week. And I'm dying to know. <laughs> So, Wonder Rob, lay, lay yes. it on me. What uh, what went down this past week for you? Well, that's a really great question, Shaw. First and foremost, just like every week, been soups busy with work, selling projects left and right, like a GD madman. <laughs> Aside from that, let me tell you about my week's highlights. Number one, this one happened today. You know, I like to tell stories about my boy and the shenanigans he gets up to. Oh yeah. I figured out that my boy, he might be he might be part chimp. Oh. My guy. He might be part monkey, part orangutan. <laughs> uh I can't think of any more breeds of, of monkeys, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. The little you know, whatever the little monkeys are that that you know, Marcel from Friends or whatever, he's one of those. Oh anyway. okay. He's okay. one of those. He throws his poop. No, that's not it. He hasn't figured out that he can do that yet. Today. This is just a very quick thing I saw him doing. He's a capuchin. Sometimes. Capuchin monkey. Sometimes. Yeah, capuntang monkey. That's what he was. So sometimes he'll, at the end of the night, or towards the end of the night, before bed, we we put on the TV and we say, okay, what are you going to watch, boy? And he... He picks like Blue's Clues, which is his his hotness right now, or Pee Wee's Playhouse, which is his hotness right now also. Or there's a there's an animated Baby Shark show that he figured out exists, and that is his real hotness right now. But that's not it. That's not the point. We'll put on the TV. We'll give him a little pre bed snack. You know, maybe some maybe some veggie sticks, maybe maybe some blueberries, a banana, or Today, he chose goldfish. So, despite the fact that he will absolutely get crumbs everywhere and smash them into the rug, we gave him goldfish in a little bowl and sat him on the floor in front of the TV, you know, just for like the last 30 minutes before bed. Gotta love the fishes because they're so delicious. Oh, oh, he loves those fishes, I'll tell you that. Anyway, I gave him the the little bowl of fishies. Put on the baby shark show for him. And then I went over to the kitchen table, got my laptop out because, well, I was getting ready for the show, getting the agenda ready for tonight's show. You know, it took a couple minutes to do that. Finished that up, closed the laptop. I said, okay, I'm going to go sit with my boy for the last little bit before it's time to put him to bed. I turned the corner. What is my boy doing? He has goldfish 
in between each one of his toes. <laughs> and he is laying down, getting his foot as close to his mouth as he can, trying to eat those dang goldfish out of his toes. <laughs> My boy is a chip. I wasn't even mad. I was impressed. Sure. I was like, wow. That's, uh, I don't know what struck this. But good for you. <laughs> it's it's only it's just another thing that he has in common with you, because that's I've I've watched you. That's how you eat your goldfish. Well, I was super surprised because I haven't shown him that. <laughs> he came out with off the top of his dome, and to be fair, my feet are way bigger. I get those full size Taco Bell tacos between my toes. Because <laughs> you Doritos supreme locos. even. <laughs> That take that's the real talent, but you know the boy's got to start somewhere. He's starting with the goldfish, so I'm proud of him. I uh, did take a picture of him. I was gonna ask that uh, next. Did you get? A photo? <laughs> I did. Real, I ran and got my phone real fast, and I caught the the tail end of it. Uh, so proud dad moment. Non my boy being a chimp news. Uh, one big highlight of my week this week, Shaf, and it might have been a big highlight of your week too, was the demo. For Resident Evil Village, yeah, was out. We talked yeah. about it briefly last week, I think, where they decided they were going to put it out for a week instead of the twenty-four hour period. So glad they did that. And I feel like I don't know for a fact if if I said this, but I feel like I said I'm not going to play it because I'm sold on the game already, and I know I'm going to play it, and <laughs> I just don't want it to spoil anything. Of what I'm going to play, okay? Yeah, that's paraphrased, but basically it is what you said. I feel like I said that, and then I quickly reneged. I quickly went back because I was like, dang, I want to play it. I want to play the game because I was looking forward to it. So I downloaded the Village demo okay. on my PC, which they give you 60 minutes. People have circumvented the 60-minute uh, timer, by the way, Shop. They I got saw into that. the code. And turned it off. And they've also already thrown out mods where all the monsters are Barney dinosaurs. I saw that too. That was hilarious. And Lady uh, Demiscrew or however you... Uh, titty Monster. We'll call her Titty Monster. Giant Titty... T- Giant uh <laughs> is her scientific name. Uh, where they replaced her face with Tomic- Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, I saw, I saw that too. That. <laughs> just as creepy. But I decided I'm going to play this. I'm just going to give it a little taste. And I think you tried it too, Sean. You're right. I did. I tried the village demo only, not the castle, because I did not want to get spoiled on meeting Lady Monster Titamungus's. Titamungus. <laughs> I don't remember what we... She's got about seven names, according <laughs> to this podcast. Excuse me. I almost burped into the microphone. Oh, that's a Chipotle burp. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Anyway. So I really enjoyed the demo. Uh, it's not a whole lot. I mean, you go through the uh, the village area. There's a creepy old lady who's like, you're going to regret coming here. <laughs> I have skulls on my walking stick. Bye. And, and then you have to stroll around this village, uh, putting clues together. I like that you're uh, using the word stroll because that is not what I was doing. In the village. So oh, what were you a, doing? It was not like a stroll. It was like run for your life. Um, don't go into that thicket of brush by the f- scarecrow uh, because you kind of see a figure of a person and you're not 
really sure if you saw something or then like the wind is rustling. It's there's no stroll happening in the village. There is I'm on my guard and I'm freaking out. Yeah. Eventually you get you get into you go into a little church, like this tiny little church, and then you move on from there. But the whole time it's like ominous noises. The the violin. <laughs> That's my impression of a violin, in case you couldn't tell. Um and you, eventually you find like a shotgun, and by the time you find the shotgun, you're in this little like rinky dink cabin and you see people running outside the windows. Yep. Immediately I was like, You're gonna die, clown. Uh, I actually said those words out loud uh, at virtually the top of my lungs, and I had forgotten that I had just put my boy down for a nap, and I absolutely woke him up. So I had to pause the demo. (laughs) Meanwhile, the timer's still going. Right. It doesn't stop when you pause it. (laughs) Go put my son back down, and I was like, sorry. Yeah, you had to give him a few goldfish, put him between his toes. Yeah. (laughs) And... Uh, anyway, I got through the demo. I, I certainly enjoyed it. Um, I'm, but I'm really more interested in hearing your take on the demo because loyal listeners know we have a, a very specific Resident Evil 8 agreement where Shaf, uh, a fan, or excuse me, a non-fan of scary horror games in general has made the commitment to play at least eight hours of Resident Evil 8 by the time next week's episode comes. That's true. So he went into the demo, and I'm really curious, did the demo grab you, Shaf? <laughs> did the demo grab you? Okay. Tell me. So, well, are we saying that your section of the week coverage is done? I don't want to tramp all That's over. That's fine. Yeah, we can, we can talk about other stuff. Okay. Or you can talk about other stuff. But I'm, re- I'm really curious about... Your take on Resident Evil 8. Oh, and listeners, just so you know, we're doing our review, our actual review of Resident Evil 8 next week. It came out today as of recording. So it's downloaded on my PC. I believe Shaf's got it downloaded on his PS5. It's true. We're going to get to it and we'll have full thoughts. But just for the demo, Shaf, tell me what you thought. What okay. do you think of that demo? So... Um, you know, full disclosure, I did beat the demo. Uh, I beat, I played it on casual, um, the difficulty okay. level casual. Cause you know what? Being, as you said, a non-fan of scary things in general, I do not like to be scared. It's not my favorite thing in the world. I do not like sharding my pants and having to change <laughs> them and then throw my boxers out the window on the balcony of a of a hotel or something and you know, they fall That's on what the... you call a callback. That's a callback. Ladies and gentlemen. But I'm not going to tell you which episode. You got to dig back into the previous 152. Loyal fans <laughs> know what episode it was. <laughs> yeah, but I don't I don't like being scared because those kind of things they sit with me and then I dream about them. I have nightmares and I think about them and it's just it's it's not fun. So um but I braved the demo cuz I was like I better get I better get acclimated and accustomed to to being scared because I'm about to experience eight hours of this uh, over the over the course of the next week. So uh, I started playing the demo. Very quickly, I was scared. Very quickly, <laughs> <laughs> when, I swear when when you like first walk out you, after you talk to that weird, creepy old lady and you did a perfect spot on impression of her. Um, of course, you, I did. After you walk past her and you're kind of like in the general. 
like center area where there's a scarecrow and, and everything's kind of dilapidated. Um, you can see like the wind is sort of like moving the, the, the weeds and whatever. And you're not sure if it's a person or a, a monster that's causing all of this commotion in the weeds and the thicket, but it's enough for me to be on high alert. And, um, as you said, there's that one moment where you go and you get your shotgun and that's in a little tiny cabin. And I remember seeing the, a figure pass by in the window that looked sort of like werewolfish. And I immediately was like looking all around trying to find whatever I could do. Cause I was like, my shotgun had one fucking shell in it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't think I'll be able to take him down with one shell. I got to get a headshot first try. I don't even know how the combat works. I'm not even like familiar with the gun mechanics of this game. And I'm going to only get one shot and I'm looking around. There's only a bunch of flower bags. I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? It's like, you can use it for coverage. The flower bag, the, 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 the dust dissipates in like one second. It's not long enough to help you out with anything. You can't, you can't trick a monster with one second. I didn't even try that. I didn't even try the flower bags. I just ran out there (laughs) and, well, screamed at the top of my lungs and woke up my son. But when I came back, <laughs> I just ran straight out there. I was like, where are you? <laughs> so let's go. So I realized I realized these flower bags are not going to help me out at all. I, I realized that as by the front door, there's like um, a shelving unit of some kind. And I'm able to mm-hmm. to slide it in front of the door to help like barricade the door so nobody can get in. So I do oh. that thinking thinking that the werewolf guy is going to come in through one of the windows. Okay. So then I'm like, I'm just perched. Like I'm, I probably spent a third of the, the gameplay of the demo, like the time that you get probably spent a third of it in that cabin, just what? sitting there. Spent 20 minutes. <laughs> so it's just like, he's coming. I know he's going to be there. I'm going to, I'm going to walk to this window and he's going to come from the window behind me and he's going to surprise me. And so I kept turning around like real, like, abrupt turns and just so you, you know, know i we agreed on eight hours but you can't spend those eight hours just sitting in the corner <laughs> <laughs> i didn't get past the opening level because i was perched i thought somebody was coming <laughs> i can't do that no, no, no. I need like, real effort. As I said i beat i beat the demo so i did follow through okay but um, I did spend the initial 20 minutes freaked out for <laughs> what was waiting outside the cabin for me. Um, okay. After 20 minutes, the dude never showed up. I was like, what the fuck? You know where I am. Like, you're not even going to try to come inside. So I he's, decided, okay. He's out in the I bushes mean, tying his shoes or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's just waiting for me. He's like, yeah. he's like, you he only got 60. He's like, you only got 60 minutes. I got all day, bro. <laughs> Yeah, he was doing the same thing you were. He's like, I'm going to sit over here. He's going to come out. <laughs> he got that shotgun before me. Um, so I, I moved the, the the shelving unit back so I can get out of the house. And I don't see anybody. I'm like, what the heck? He was right there. So then I go off into the bushes and I start seeing some more like rustling, rustling, rustling. And then he p- appears out of fucking nowhere and... I like fumbled. I shot the shotgun off. It didn't even remotely come anywhere near him. <laughs> At that point, I had my pistol left in my hand, which had like what seven bullets in it. And uh, I think it takes at least seven bullets to take down these guys. 
I <laughs> I clearly had the terrible aim because I was trying to go for the head, but the controls were wonky for me. I wasn't used to them yet. I ended up, I kept just hitting him in the nuts. Like I <laughs> it was just like Bam. seven, seven direct shots right to the nutsack of this werewolf guy. Um, and it, it was about that time after I, I took him down that I started to feel extremely nauseous. Uh, oh, my, I was sweat. My forehead was getting sweaty. I was, I had to like pause the game multiple times because I was like, I'm, either going to pass out or I'm going to throw up or I'm going to do both and not necessarily in that order. Um, and it happened multiple times. I realized I was sitting too close to the goddamn TV. <laughs> I had a 55, a 55 inch TV and I was sitting at like within three feet of it. <laughs> oh my God. Get away from the TV. What are you doing? And, um, <laughs> <laughs> I had played plenty of, of uh, video games before um, with this television, but never first person. They've all been third person. So that distance uh, was fine. It never it never reacted for me. But the, this is the first game I've played on the system on this TV that's first person. And, oh, my God, I was so sick to my stomach, man. You were, you were like EA Sports, man. You were in the game. I was in the game. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I did manage to beat it, um, uh, and it did not disappoint. There was definitely a lot of crazy stuff going down. I definitely got to figure out the guns a lot better. Uh, it's got crafting, and I'm not a big fan of crafting. I, I just I find it to be a cumbersome element that Ooh. no one needs to worry about this shit when you've got werewolves running right, yeah. at you. Resident Evil is going to make you craft. They're going to be like, oh, do you got the herbs? Do you got the gunpowder? <laughs> You got the bottles. Make something. <laughs> so yeah, and the I liked the story elements. I I purposely didn't talk about the story elements because it's technically part of the game, and we'll talk about the game next week. But yeah, I uh, I did enjoy it, and I it had me Jones and to play it more. I almost almost re-downloaded the demo on my PlayStation Five. To play it again, but I was like, no, 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 one's fine. Just be patient. It'll get here soon enough. <laughs> and of course, now it's here, and I still haven't played it. I got to try to cram in eight hours before next week, and it's going to be tough because, well, of course, I got all this work to do, just normal work. Uh, my mom's going to come visit next week, so I got to get the house ready. And on top of all that, I got to find time. To, put, to get eight hours of Resident Evil in, so it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting week. Oh yeah. Um, and then the last thing I know, I said I was done with my weekly updates, but I do have one more. I'll keep it brief. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under started this week, Shaf. The Australian version, mate. <laughs> oh, good day, mate. Cheerio, mate. Oh wait, that was wrong. I'm just kidding. I'm doing a horribly terrible Australian accent. I can do a real Australian accent. I just choose not to. Uh, and this isn't a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, even though I do have an idea for the Geek, so to speak, podcast network where two straight guys talk Drag Race every week. Uh, if I can get Shaf to start watching Drag Race. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just going to say my opinion on the first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under is that they are all bitches, mate. 
all those girls are bitches. And that's what I have to say about that. They were all bitches. Okay, that's my <laughs> that's my that's my recap of RuPaul's Drag Race episode one. Down under episode one. How was your week, Shav? <laughs> oh man. Well, as I said, my week uh was was really good with the as far as the the gameplay demo almost passing out, almost throwing up, almost shitting my pants. Um yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. No, but um right after we uh um our our last episode came out, I actually went for the weekend up to Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh enjoyed that with the lady and the little lady, uh my two girls. Um uh we were celebrating Sarah's birthday. So uh so that was really fun. We got to go visit um, a few hot springs. There's, they have like various hot springs up there, um, which are naturally forming, which was really, really cool. Um, the weather was perfect. Uh, right at, like right when we got back home, it started to, to rain heavily. Um, but while we were there, it was, it was ideal. It was like 60 to 70 degrees during the day. So it was, it was awesome sauce. Nice. Uh, it's about three, four hours away. So it was a good drive, but, um, but totally manageable. So I had a good week, man. Uh, How did, uh, the little one do in the car? Oh, she's, she's been really great in the car. She honestly almost slept. Um, I would say about two thirds of the trip, both there and back. So, um, she's, no, no, no. I was talking about you. How did you do in the car, buddy? <laughs> little girl. He did said. you do good? <laughs> did I say little girl? Oops. You called me a little girl. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> there goes my friendship and it's all over. Oh. Uh yeah, no, I, I did I did just fine in the car. I'll tell you what. I am not used to doing the long distance driving. I'm not mm-hmm. typically I'm, I I like driving. I don't love driving. But I don't like driving long distances, but I will as long as it's it's during the day. I don't like driving at night long distances. That's not fun to me. Um, this particular Who picks drive, the music? We have, um, what's it called? C- Sirius XM? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, so we've got a bunch of program stations, and I, I cycle through it nonstop throughout the entire trip. So, All right. I see. Whenever I'm on a long road trip with my wife, I put on Geek So To Speak podcast. I'm like, I like, I'm just going to listen to us talk, babe. And she rolls her eyes and puts in her earbuds. Uh, and then that's when she's distracted. Then I put on what I want to listen to because she thinks I'm listening to this. Is that seriously <laughs> what you do? Okay, I've only done it once. And it did work. She didn't She didn't fall for it the second time. <laughs> um, uh, okay, the only other thing I could say is uh, to celebrate May the 4th be with you uh to celebrate me the fourth uh, star wars day i was working on the lego art for the sith so i'm building oh, yeah. a darth maul lego art display so i'm i'm about two-thirds of the way done with that uh i'm excited to finish it because i can't wait to put it up here in the geek so to speak studio on prominent display and then i get to begin the ecto one the uh the new ghostbusters uh lego set so i'm jelly of that yeah. ecto one it's gonna be uh, jeff's kiss <laughs> i wasn't gonna buy it man i was i was toying back and forth but they were doing uh when i purchased it it was the the last day of their i don't know if you're familiar with their vip program but they every like every year and they, sometimes they do it multiple times a year they do double points weeks so when you buy a lego set for every dollar you spend you get a point 
Uh-huh. Um, and you those points translate into discounts towards your Lego sets. And if you if you don't know, Lego does not discount their shit. You don't get deals. In fact, I remember when Toys, Toys R Us was going out of business, I went specifically to Toys R Us to buy some Lego sets. I was like, oh my God, this is fucking awesome. I'll get some Lego sets on clearance. Everything was like, you can have this for five cents, except the Lego sets. They were selling the shelving that the Lego sets were sitting on for less than the Lego <laughs> sets. The Lego sets were still full price because they just cannot discount those. Oh, man. So... Um, so the only real way to get discounts is if you set up your VIP program, you get your points and then you trans, uh, you transfer them into discounts. So I ended up getting $40 off with all my saved points, uh, off the, uh, the Ghostbusters set. So that's a pretty sick discount, um, for Lego. Not so, too bad. Yeah. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Now, um, we have a bunch of geek news to get into, but before we do, Last week, our corrections department was Ooh. extremely negligent and did he not was, provide. He was yeah, on did not thin provide the, the corrections. Ice, thin ice. The very role that he exists for, he did not provide corrections. So we have corrections for both episodes one fifty one and one fifty two. Uh, and I'm going to go through them quickly because I didn't want to take up too much time. Uh, before we get into the 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 nitty gritty of our episode, okay. So the nitty gritty. All right. So here we go. Wonder Rob does not know about any of these corrections. He is no. in the dark purposefully. He he does not look at these. He wants to be surprised in the moment, impromptu, as it happens on the podcast. So here we go. From the Falcon and Winter Soldier wrap up episode one fifty one. Uh, looks like Wonder Rob was discussing Alfred Molina talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. And he said, Spider-Man 2 came out in 2003 or 2004. It came out in 2004. So nice job, Wonder Rob. Oh, so not a correction, just a I guess pat not. on the back. I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> you're not, uh, you're not out of hot water yet, but you keep up with stuff like that. Yeah, right. You <laughs> keep, just uh, might keep get there. us up. Uh, Wonder Rob, looks like you called the t- the third Tom Holland film Spider-Man Far From Home when discussing the Alfred Molina news. The third Tom Holland solo Spidey film is titled Spider-Man No Way okay, Home. he's back. He's back down. Back to where he started. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, see how this goes. Looks like Shoff asked when discussing the Shang-Chi trailer if he was pronouncing the lead actor's name correctly. As far as I can tell, Shoff's pronunciation of Simu Liu's name was correct. But was that correct how you just said it just now? I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be this is going to be an infinite correction every week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Simu Liu. Simu Liu. I don't know. Um, Rob pronounced Shang-Chi as Shang, but it's pronounced Shang, only pointing out because Shaf made a point to clarify it. So mm, I've heard oops. it both ways. Uh, looks like when discussing Shaf watching, <coughs> excuse me, the last blockbuster, Wonder Rob said that, uh, that the corrections department, Mark Vibbert, owned a Malibu's most wanted poster. He wanted to clarify he does not own a Malibu's most wanted poster. I don't know why he is so embarrassed about the Malibu's most wanted poster that he displays prominently from the front door of his house. <laughs> you can see it in the window. You can see it from the street. 
I don't know why he is embarrassed. Jamie Kennedy's second most popular movie after Scream 3. (laughs) And Son of the Mask. Um, (laughs) We don't mention that. (laughs) Blockbuster, he says, was the superior chain, not Hollywood video. Wrong. This is pure conjecture. Corrections department. This is not a correction. You can't just throw your opinions in this. Especially when they're wrong. (laughs) Uh, He said the flavored jelly beans from Harry Potter are named Birdie Bots Every Flavor Beans. Yes. Yes. My Uh, my story about making customers eat the vomit beans to clear their debt to Hollywood video. (laughs) Quality. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Uh, he said, this is not necessarily a mistake, but my arch nemesis, Vactor, wanted to point out. This is, again, he keeps he keeps bringing he keeps Vactor in. Subcontracting these, like, the corrections. Yeah, yeah, for these little sidekick corrections. This is not, you don't just get to employ other people, corrections department. He said, not necessarily a mistake, but my arch nemesis, Vactor, wanted to point out that Wonder Rob not knowing Carl Lumley is definitely a mistake. Has he Who's not seen Carl Dr. Lumley? Sleep? Has he not seen Dr. Sleep? No. If he hasn't. Get on that, Wonder Rob. I have um, not seen Dr. Carl Sleep. Carl Lumley played Isaiah Bradley in the Falcon uh, and Winter Soldier show. He was. Oh, I just call was, him Isaiah Bradley. That's all. <laughs> um. When discussing the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Shoff said Eli is Isaiah's nephew, but in fact, he is Isaiah Bradley's grandson. My bad. My bad. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, Moving on. Episode 152. This is our Mortal Kombat movie review. Excellent. Uh, He said, when discussing Tomorrow War, we were talking about a trailer for Tomorrow War, Schaff was incorrect when saying that Jack Black wasn't good in Peter Jackson's King Kong. Oh, here we go again with this (laughs) bullshit conjecture. Yeah! He said, He's back up on my list! (laughs) He said, Wonder Rob was correct in his reaction to hearing what Schaff had said about it. Um, Yes. Yes, you're back in my good graces. Excellent. Not you, Shaw. Uh, You're still down there because of what you said, but our corrections department, he's back on top, baby. He's back on top. All right. Here we go. We got a few more. Uh, when discussing Twitter, ragging on Kevin Feige for being amazed by practical cinematography, Shaw stated that Nomad Land director Chloe Zhao, who also directed Eternals, was Marvel's first Oscar winning director. This is correct. Yes. That's not even a correction. This guy's just pointing out true facts we've said. (laughs) Uh, When discussing the possible Marvel fighting game, Rob brought up brutalities. These are indeed a thing in the Mortal Kombat games, but not the Injustice Gods Among Us game. Oh, well, I haven't played that game. So Uh, I just made up a fact. He said, uh, for Wonder Rob, when talking about publishing reviews to Rotten Tomatoes, uh, he provided a link, um, says about critics, Rotten Tomatoes. Also, no, I will not type them up. He's not going to type up our reviews for Come on! We'll double your pay. Yeah. Zero times two is zero. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Plus benefits. That's right. 
<laughs> Friends with benefits. Uh, <laughs> um, he said that I was correct. Kung Lao first appeared in the 1993 game Mortal Kombat 2. Um, when, dis- <laughs> when discussing Scorpion's dirty hoe, <laughs> it's actually called a kunai. Oh, kunai. got it. It's a dirty kunai. Uh, for Wonder Rob, Kano did indeed get black smoked at the end of Mortal Kombat. So you're right. He'll probably yes. be back. He's going to be back. Wait, what? Black smoke? What was that? Like underground? <laughs> And that, folks, is our uh, corrections uh, from the corrections department. So uh, normally we only review, we only have one episode's worth, but he's he's getting caught up. Hopefully this doesn't happen again or 13 more times. 13 to 14 more times. You're out of here, sucker. (laughs) Uh, All right, fellow geeks. We're going to take a quick moment here. And uh, our corrections department, we've talked about him. Let's give him a voice. Uh, We have a special segment that uh, we give him an opportunity, the floor, for 90 seconds to talk about whatever he wants to talk about. And this week, he's talking about a show on Apple TV+. Plus. Here is In Review with the corrections department. We'll be right back. Hello again, everybody. Uh, back this week with In Review with the Corrections Department. I'm going to be talking about the Apple Plus TV show Mythic Quest. Uh, it was created by Rob McAnally and Charlie Day of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia fame. I really enjoy the show. It's really funny. It's really well done. Uh, Rob McAnally plays the, the main character. It's uh, Basically, it's a uh, they developed a game in it that's more or less kind of like uh, World of Warcraft. But it's a pretty funny show, and it shows like how the, the game developers go into creating the game, and it's also like a workplace environment type show as well. Danny Pewdie is in it. He was also in Community. He's pretty funny in the show as well. But Rob McAnally is great in that show. <laughs> He's got this great dynamic in it. He just plays this huge like douchebag. They did a amazing bottle episode in the first season as well uh, that had Jake Johnson in it, uh, who Rob may know from the very recent show New Girl. That was a great episode. Also had uh, Christian uh, Malati. She was in Palm Springs, and spoiler alert, was the mother in How I Met Your Mother. Uh, the quarantine special that they did uh, last year was really good as well, but I would highly suggest Mythic Quest on Apple Plus, uh, Apple TV Plus, rather. Uh, so with that, back to Rob and Schaff. And we're back. All right. So, Corrections Department, so, um, I have not seen Mythic Quest. Have you seen Mythic Quest, Wonder Rob? I haven't even heard of this. I'm more irritated with this guy spoiling who the mom is <laughs> on How I Met Your Mother. Uh, spoiler alert. You don't say spoilers and then say spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't think that's how you do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I will say this. I was most impressed within this 90 seconds of his pronunciation of Rob McElhenney. Are we going to have to correct the corrections department on this? No, I'm sure he's right. I don't even want to try to attempt to say it correctly. That's why I'm purposely saying it incorrectly, corrections department, so don't correct me because I know I'm saying Too late. You know we already had his phone out. He was like, (laughs) hold on. (laughs) This is going in the notes. 
We should totally punk. We should totally punk him going forward. We should start saying wrong shit, and then that's a good experiment. We should end. Yeah, we purposefully make up one wrong fact and just drop it, and then see if he picks up on it. A social experiment, if you will. I love this it. is not a I bad idea. Maybe next week. <laughs> All right. Maybe so... maybe when we talk about the Bad Batch and how Lando Calrissian uh, takes the ring from Mordor to <laughs> fucking the Shire and falls into the Matrix and Lawrence Fishburne reprises his role from Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's all I got. That that bit died way before I got to the end, so I apologize, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> well, folks, it was, gone. It was uh, a lost cause. Yeah. Uh, seeing that that was just a lost cause, I think it's time we redirect by moving towards some geek news. Geek news! Nude news. Nude news. Nude news. All right. As is tradition on this show, Wonder Rob gets the first pick because I uh, introduced the episode. So, Wonder Rob, uh, we've got, uh, let's see, six news articles. What do you want to talk about? Oh, uh, I know exactly what I'm going to talk about. Uh, As long as the website loads, which it is currently doing, and there it goes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I usually have the, the websites loaded, preloaded, but not today because I was like, you know what? I don't need to do that. And of course it didn't load. All right. So let's talk MCU. This might be the biggest news of the week, maybe, depending on who you ask. But the MCU, uh, or Marvel, excuse me, put out a preview, a little trailer, a, a tiny little trailer, previewing phase four of the MCU, in particular the movies. So not not the what ifs or the Lokis or uh, whatever else, whatever other shows are coming out. We're talking movies here, and really getting back to the cinemas to watch Marvel movies. But the main highlight here, Shaf, wasn't so much the uh, the best of real that they showed, although it was good. The main highlight here is that they gave you, bang, Black Widow's coming out, bang, Eternals is coming out. Bang, Ant-Man and the Wasp. They, they freaking shot their load all over you over and over. <laughs> and I am going to I am gonna sift through the seeds of dates that they sprayed all over our faces. It was a geek so, bukkake is what it was. And now you're, you had to take it too far. Great, <laughs> Shaf. Now we're going to get the E label next to us on Apple Podcasts. We already have it. We already oh, have it. Fuck I yeah, it we do. There. I put it on there so long ago because I got tired of bleeping out the, the cuss words. <laughs> I was like, you know what? We're for adults. And yeah, kids we are. who are mature. Stupid kids. Don't listen to this. Okay, so I'm just going to go down the list of what they announced. Some of these we knew, Shaf. Some of them are uh, news to us. But they said, of course, Black Widow, the uh, highly anticipated, and by highly I mean at, at least averagely anticipated solo movie for Black Widow is coming out July 9th, 2021. Followed up by Shang-Chi. 
and the Legend Shang, of the Ten Rings. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi and the Legend <laughs> of the Ten Rings, September 3rd, 2021. And then we got our first look at the Eternals, Shaf, November 5th, 2021. We got to see Angelina Jolie in her long gold hair. We get to see uh, Kumail Nanjiani uh, looking ripped as hell. In his uh, dang uh, purple blazer or whatever it is he's wearing. And then a bunch of other people who I don't know. And a guy who looks like Benedict Wong. But isn't He Benedict does. Wong. He really does. <laughs> now, and, I, and, I, and I mean that with the least amount of racism possible. Uh, that's he, super weird because that's exactly what a racist would say. So <laughs> I'm just going to tastefully move on. I but believe we did you're the get, one who said he looked like another Asian man. So uh, people can look like other people without bringing race into it, Shaf, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but if you want to complain, geek, so to speak, podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> The please don't give us negative that. reviews over Shaf's comments, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Spider-Man, No Way Home, December 17th, 2021. Dude, we're getting four movies this year. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, and then Spiderman, No Way Home. Followed by Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which between Spider-Man, No Way Home... Might be the two that are tied for my highest anticipation levels. Oh, yeah, totally. For sure. Thor Love and Thunders coming out May 6, 2022. Uh, here was a, a drop, a bomb, if you will. Black Panther colon Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Coming out <laughs> July 8th. That was a SNL reference. Kudos to if anybody got that. Wakanda uh, forever. I thought it was like a Jack Black thing. Take oh, forever. No. There was a Chadwick Boseman hosted Saturday Night Live uh, whenever Black Panther came out, around that time. And there was a sketch where he was coming out of the movie theaters and and Beck Bennett and Kyle Mooney, I believe. Or maybe it was Beck Bennett and Pete Davidson uh, also were coming out of Black Panther. And they kept doing Wakanda forever, but in like the widest way possible. (laughs) (laughs) Wakanda forever. So if you ever hear me say it like that, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Jokes are always better when you explain them. So, uh, Wakanda Forever is coming out. So, uh, Ryan Coogler is doing his best, Shaf, to uh, pick up the Black Panther story without Black Panther. So, it'll be very interesting to see what they do. Uh, Another real interesting one that they dropped was a movie called The Marvels. Shaf, The Marvels. Terrible, terrible title. Oh, terrible. See, I figured you would be all about this. I I love that it. Well, I mean, we've always but, known it was going to include Monica Rambeau. We've known it was going to include Ms. Marvel. And we knew it was going to be about Captain Marvel. I get it. I get what they're doing. But the fact that it's Marvel Studios, the Marvels, like, that's dumb as fuck. I forgot. Not only do you, are you racist, but you hate women. Oh, my this gosh. This makes sense. This makes total sense. Check my, Just kidding. Check my search history. You're gonna <laughs> I love it. women. I love women. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes two at a time, three at a time in the same room. I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, <laughs> you can't actually search my history because I go incognito whenever I'm doing that. So check check the uh, <laughs> the waste bin by my desk. <laughs> I love women. Oh my Note to god! Self, I'm out of tissues. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ant Man uh, and the Wasp. Wait, wait, wait! wait no, I'm not out. done. I'm not done talking about the Marvels. Out. The Marvels. Okay, okay keep I, it going while I recover. I submit to you a better title. The better title is this one to Rob. Okay, I'm ready. Marvelous, because. It take, does the same thing. It gives you the word Marvel, which is featured in all of their characters. And the concept of being marvelous is being full of Marvel. So um, the I, it, it satisfies. No. It's a double It's a double meaning. It's a double entendre. No, no. I got it. I'm going to play on yours, and I'm going to move it forward. Not marvelous. Marvel hyphen lass, because lass is slang for women. Marvel lass. <laughs> Marvelous, and they all got butts. Oh, I like that. But that's Marvel's, not where we're going with this. Marvel Studios. That's that's, the that's for people on 4chan to take and run with, but not us. Marvelous. I like it. You're welcome, Marvel. Okie dokie. Uh, getting back on track here, Shaf. Ant Man and the Wasp: Colon Quantum Mania is coming out February 17, twenty twenty-three. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, we got a solid date, May 5th, 2023, so a little less than two years we're going to be sitting down and watching this on episode uh, 226 of Geek, so to speak, podcast. We just got to live that long, Wonder Rob, we just got to live Fingers crossed, long. man. I got my vaccines. We'll see. Uh, and last but not least, Fantastic Four was teased yet again, the same tease that we got before, where it's just the four, uh, and... The, the circle, and it says date unconfirmed, mid to late 2023. I had a thought, though. What if... Because <laughs> it doesn't say Fantastic Four anywhere on this. What if they're 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 pulling one over on us, and it's Captain America 4? <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Holy shit. That's good. And the whole time, they're like, oh, no, no, no. We're not making a Fantastic Four. <laughs> Why did you guys think that? We're doing yeah. Captain America 4. That's really good. Oh my gosh. People would be so mad. I hope that's what happens. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. But anyway, that's uh that's the big Marvel MCU slate announcement. Uh and there's tons of other movies coming out. We already know Blade is in production. That's supposed to start filming next year, Shaf. Uh, but they there was no mention of Blade in that list, so who knows when that movie's coming out? <laughs> not not twenty twenty three, I guess. Yeah, I think they're supposed to start filming of Blade though in July, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Now, I've got some more news related to one of those movies, specifically Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Um, good old Dave Bautista, friend of the show, uh, was recently uh, interviewed, and he hinted that it might be the last time that we see Drax in that movie. So, um, specifically. He was speaking with Digital Spy, and he he says, I don't know... Uh, he says, I don't know what the script of the third film is, to be honest with you. There was a script years ago that obviously is going to have to change because the whole direction of the Marvel Universe has changed. I mean, 
as far as my obligations. Hold on, I gotta get my pump on. <laughs> you must be so embarrassed! Yeah. <laughs> I've got Guardians 3. <laughs> and that's probably gonna be the end of Drax. So he said... I have famously huge turds. <laughs> it would never go over my head because I would catch it. Where's my Drax solo movie? Well, that's what I want. So you might not get a Drax solo movie, but what if there was a Drax and Mantis spinoff movie? So he said that there were talks for a while about a Drax and Mantis film. It was really because it was James Gunn's idea. He really wanted to do a Drax and Mantis film, a a Drantis film. Uh, (laughs) Mrax. (laughs) <laughs> he said he laid it out to me. It was such a brilliant idea, but I haven't heard any follow-up from the studio. I don't think they're very interested, uh, or it doesn't fit into the way they have things mapped out. The only thing they are concerned with is why is Gamora? So, <laughs> um, If they can give uh, Peacemaker his own TV show on the HBO Max, why can't they give Drax and Mantis their own show on the old Disney Plus? Yeah, that would be a perfect format for that. I think so. Um, notably, though, the logo for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the text, there's that theory out there that the text sort of dictates who will die. Uh, oh, boy. The first Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 movie, uh, the text uh, of the title was in sort of like a grainy uh, wood type uh, color. So like a little brownish color and Groot died in that movie at least uh, the adult Groot died in that movie Mm -hmm. uh in the second movie volume two the text was blue and yondu is the one who dies in that movie so they're thinking that based on the guardians uh volume three title being sort of like a a gray color that it could either be rocket or drax so i swear to god if they kill rocket or drax I will quietly get up from my seat in the movie theater, put my popcorn down. I will casually get, you know, shuffle my way through the seats. Excuse me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. Walk all the way down to the front of the theater, get in front of the screen, look at the audience, (laughs) pull down my pants. I knew this was coming. And then my underwear, Sean, I will lay down on the floor, on my back. (laughs) I will eat the goldfish from my feet. Real sick like that man on your back style. Spray my poop all over the audience. Wait, I thought you were on your, your, your back. I am. I'm on my back. My feet are in my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> My butt is pointed towards the audience. Your feet are in it's your physics. Mouth. <laughs> you know what's, what's what's really messed up is I have such a visual right now. <laughs> We've had our game nights. <laughs> of course, you know what it looks like. <laughs> Anytime I lose, <laughs> you lose a lot. <laughs> so I'm not invited over to the shops anymore. <laughs> Or I if I am, we have to play in the backyard. <laughs> get anyway. it? Anyway. <laughs> oh, I get it. Anyway, that's that's what I'll do. And you got that on paper. That's right. Guys. James and Gunn, friend of the show. James Gunn, don't do it. 
And if you don't, fellow geeks, if you don't think that that threat is real, it's real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> that is the realest threat I have ever made in my life. <laughs> All right, what else we got, Wonder Rob? Oh, shoot, man. I was distracted by my whole uh, what if scenario that I I didn't prepare, Shaf. I usually pull up the article. This is twice. Twice I've messed up. What am I, the God. corrections department? Damn it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh burn on the corrections department. We love you. But come on, it was easy. Okay. So let's talk Spider Man in the Multiverse of Madness. That's not the name of the movie, but you know what I'm talking about. Spider-Man 3, Far From Home. And you know that's not what it's called. Spider-Man 3, No Way Home. Anyway. I don't have to tell you, Shaf, or you listeners, that it's pretty much common knowledge that we're going to get Andrew Garfield in this movie, and we're going to get Tobey Maguire in this movie, reprising their roles as Spider-Mans of the past. Well, here's the thing. Andrew Garfield... He recently went on record this week saying, nay, nay, that's bull honky. So let me tell you all about it. During a recent interview with Josh Horowitz for his Happy Confused podcast, not as good as Geek, so to speak. I don't know why friend of the show, Andrew Garfield, went on that and not this show. But either way, maybe because he knows we won't, we can't keep a secret. <laughs> anyway, uh, Andrew Garfield was asked point blank about the validity of Spider-Man rumors and Garfield seemed very eager and to talk about how much he loves lasagna and hates Mondays. So let me tell you. This is what he said. I almost don't want to touch the Spider-Man stuff because I don't want to ruin anything if there is something to ruin. There isn't anything to ruin, bro. He looks like a guy who would say, bro. Uh, I just have to quickly cut you off. There's nothing to ruin. Like, it's so crazy, too. Dude, it's hilarious to me because it's like I do have this Twitter account and I see how often Spider-Man is trending and it's people freaking out about a thing. And I'm just like, guys, 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 like I wish I was just able to speak to everyone and say, I recommend that you chill. Like, listen, I can't speak for anything else. But for myself, they might be doing something, but I ain't got a call. End quote. And you know what that sounds like to me, Shaf? Sounds Exactly like something somebody who's secretly in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. <clears throat> something like that. Because you know, you know these guys straight up lie. Because they have to, unless your name is Alfred Molina, who's like, fuck right. it. What I'm we, in it. Here's the plot. What we should be doing is asking Alfred Molina if Andrew Garfield is in the Yeah. Movie. Oh, man. <laughs> That is such a smart idea. <laughs> if I was interviewing Alfred Molina, I'd be like, okay, so we've established you're in the movie. Now, how about you tell us who else is in the movie? No, is, no, no, did no. Did you get Toby no, back? No. You don't even do it like that. You just say, oh, that's neat. So what was it like working with Andrew Garfield? <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, oh, he's a, he's a champion. Oh, he's great. great. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Somebody please get Alfred Molina on the phone. Hold on. Do I have his number? Hey, Siri. Call Alfred Molina. I don't see Alfred Molina in your contacts. Thanks for nothing, Siri. Oh, man. All right. Anyway, that's <laughs> su such a brilliant idea, though. Somebody get on that. That is smart. <laughs> All right. What else is going on, Sean? Um, well, to add to your story real briefly, I think another reason why we we can pretty much safely say that he's lying to us 
because of an NDA. I mean, it makes sense, but um, he, he also referenced, he's like, you know, it's like the game werewolf or the game mafia. He's like, where you're trying to convince people that you're not the werewolf, that you're not the, the, the mafioso, the, the mafia, the mafia boss or whatever. Like, he's like, I'm not the werewolf. But what's funny is the, that's the exact thing that you would say if someone accused you of being the werewolf and you are the werewolf. So he is he's found a very clever. This dude's very clever. He's found a very clever way to skirt the issue. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, very interesting indeed. Mm-hmm. Now, um, we uh, have some more news related to DC films and Warner brothers. They've been working on a, a Superman reboot. Uh, it's going to be coming from JJ Abrams and Tanahisi Coates is going to be, uh, sort of uh, helping to write this. Now, um, sources for the Hollywood reporter have said that they're crafting a call L, uh, in the vein of the original Superman comics and will have the protagonist hail from Krypton and come to earth. Now, the, all of that we we sort of knew, but this this particular Superman is supposed to be a black Superman. Now, for those that are familiar with DC Comics, there already is a black Superman. His name is Val Zod, and he appeared in to, the 2014 Earth 2 number 19 issue. He hails from an alternate universe separate from Prime Earth. Um, of course, we all remember the whole crisis on infinite Earths. There's multiple Earths out there. Um, he is a black Kryptonian. His parents were executed by Krypton's courts prior to the planet's destruction, making him the last member of his house. He was one of the few guys to escape before the demise of Krypton, and therefore he is one of very few Kryptonians left on Earth, like Kara Zor-El or Kal-El, a.k.a. Superman. Uh, over the course of his journey to Earth 2, he becomes a pacifist. He's studying recordings left by his parents. And uh, eventually, he does uh, assume the Superman mantle. Now, a lot of us thought that they were going to go down this road. If they're going to do a, a black Superman. They could do Val Zod. It sounds like they're basically rebooting <clears throat> Clark Kent, a.k.a. Kal-El, a.k.a. Superman. I think this is a definite wrong choice. What do you think, Wonder Rob? I have no preference, actually, uh, because I don't particularly like Superman to begin with. <laughs> but I was just thinking, if they're going to do Kal-El, I was like, who should they pick to play him? Michael B. Jordan is the choice. Everybody says. Sure, he's fine. But I'm going to... You know who everybody is sleeping on? Who would be, I think... All kidding aside, a real great Superman. If we're going to go in that direction, David Allen Greer. <laughs> David Allen Greer. I was waiting. I was like, is he going to go down like a like a Wayans Brothers route? <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> Hated it. Uh, <laughs> He's Tommy like, I Davidson. Think, I think uh, a good Let's Cal- name everybody from In Living Color. Yeah. Uh, how about Keenan Ivory Wayans? What's that guy doing? Get him yeah. out of his wheelchair. An aging Martin Lawrence. <laughs> Martin Lawrence. No, I, for real, like, I know it's a terrible casting choice, but my mind keeps going to Terry Crews. Yeah. But it's, he, I don't know. I don't know. I just go to him because he's so ripped. 
but I don't know that the guy can act. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. Friend of the show, Terry Crews, but I've only seen you in White Chicks and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> and he did nail the, no, 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 no. And I need you. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, he was good. He's, he's actually a really good actor. It. I think he's really good. The no, he's is a good that, actor. I'm just, I'm making, I'm making funny actor. And I think yeah, this I'm making, movie. Yeah, I'm making jokes, but I don't know. I just really like him. But who could they pick? I have a legit. To play? I have a legit choice. This okay. Is a, this is a good one. So uh, for our fellow geeks out there who have seen the movie Bird Box. Did you see that uh-huh. one? On Netflix. I have heard of it. Okay. I have not seen it. Well, um, the show is, the movie is basically about n- trying not to see things. So it makes sense that you chose not to see this one. But um, I got, oh, oh, no, no, no. I was thinking about something else. Sorry. Yes. Sandra Bullock. Yes. I started watching it, but I have okay. not finished it. So there's a guy in this movie named uh, Tom is his character name, but he's played by Trevante Rhodes. Mm-hmm. This guy was legit. He was excellent in this movie. He would be a perfect black Superman. So that's my personal vote. I think that there, Hollywood has not done enough with this guy yet. He's very talented. Uh, he's ripped. He's he's handsome. And um, yeah. What about um, Sterling K. Brown? Oh, excellent choice. I love that. He would be good. He would be great because he can also what if they got Anthony Mackie <laughs> <laughs> I would love Anthony. That uh, or um, they got they got the corpse of Bernie Mac. Oh, man. He had to go there. Car don't Why don't we just car. get Red Fox back? Driver, driver don't pick the car. Car pick the driver. <laughs> no, we're we're sitting. We're sitting on a gold mine here. Do you know who they really should pick for Black hmm. Superman? Charles Barkley. Oh, man. Hey, the way you are treating the citizens of Metropolis is absolutely terrible. Yeah, man. Here, I got it. We switch it. So you got black Superman and you got the, got the guy from Superman who tells who compliments uh, his outfit. That's a white guy now. So we get like Polly Shore to be like, whoa, that is a bad outfit. <laughs> That's hey, a bad outfit. <laughs> thanks, kid. Uh, my mom made it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Two things smushed smushed into one. Keegan Michael it. Key, Superman. I could I could see that. All right, all right, all right. Michael Jai White. Uh, yeah, yeah. How about Little Rel? Things are getting out of hand now. All right. <clears throat> no, I uh, circling back. I really don't have a preference, just because I don't. I don't have as deep a knowledge. I have a passing knowledge of Superman, but I don't have a deep a knowledge about Superman as I do most Marvel things. So I'm open for an interpretation. Shoot, give it to me. I'll go yeah, see it. Dang, here, maybe the it'll thing, be the though. one good Superman movie. Here's the thing: if you do call out, we've already seen this story a million times. How many more ways can you can you show uh, a baby who has to get transported to Earth because his planet explodes? Blah blah blah. He, Here's he comes. What you to, do. He works for the the Daily Planet. The story has been done to death. What you I need is a fresh take. You need to go the route that the source material has already dictated, which is Valzat. I got it. 
It came with the brilliant idea. Let's do it. Tell me. Writers, writers, if you're listening to this, uh, I demand a producer's credit. And at very least, 10% of the total box office gross. Here it is. An original take on Superman. While he is African American, here's what you do. It doesn't need to be an origin story. Just make a Superman movie. Boom. Did it. 10% of the gross, please. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. It's just like in Batman. Like how many how many Batman movies do we get to see uh, his parents get shot? Every right. single one so right. far. <laughs> so they don't need to do that. Just make a Batman movie. For crying out loud, just make a Spider-Man movie like they did with Spider-Man. Just make a Hulk movie like they did with the Hulk, but make it better than the Hulk. That's all you got to do. 10% of the gross, please. Thank you. Dang. Executive producer credit. Before lead actor. Thank you. Dang. Thank you. Dang. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a poster for for my room. Two, okay. My name's on it. <laughs> my name's in the bot in the tiny print at the bottom, so just give me a poster. Oh, darn it. Dang. <laughs> All right, let me get back to the agenda here. Because I got some I got some news for you, Shaf. Uh your favorite show from uh Showtime, Dexter <laughs> is coming back for a short revival. And by your favorite show, I mean my favorite show. I know we've talked Dexter on the past before, but I just can't remember. So you're just you're gonna have to indulge me, Shaf. You've seen Dexter. You've watched. You did watch Dexter, or you didn't? Not a single episode. I've never seen oh, Dexter in my life, dude. Dude, I'm getting really close to the mic to tell you that you need to freaking get on it. You need. I don't know if that came through. Maybe that I was too close to the mic and that didn't translate but you need to get on it shop because the first four seasons of that show are jeff's kiss the last three seasons of the show are kissing somebody's butt okay (laughs) not good shop the the series finale you're not gonna you're not gonna watch it i'm gonna tell you spoilers for dexter you guys you haven't uh if you're trying to, to, to get me to not watch the last three seasons of Dexter, saying that it's like kissing a butt, that ain't helping me because let me tell you something, I like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I kiss butts all day long. <laughs> Do you even know me? You're right. I'm sorry. Shop. <laughs> the listeners don't know. Well, that's how we met. I was at a re- rehearsal. And I foolishly dropped my script. <laughs> and Shaf, being the trickster that he is, said, oh, I'm going to kiss that. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> we locked eyes, and it was kismet. Oh, my Best gosh. Friends. Put it in the theme song. There's probably so much Shaf and Wonder Rob fan fiction out there. Put this probably do some in Google the Geek searches. So to Speak wiki. <laughs> Anyway, put may I put this on the the rule thirty four for uh, Shaf and Wonder Rob. I know uh, what that means. What was I, I even talking about? <laughs> I don't even remember what I was Dexter. talking about. Dexter. Oh yes, Dexter. The first four seasons are gold, Shaf. Gold, like how Benya <laughs> describes 
uh, Jerry's Ovaltine joke as gold. Same thing, but for real. The last seasons are not good. Uh, and I'm going to spoil the ending of Dexter in three, two, one. He becomes a lumberjack after his sister dies, but not before she falls in love with him. And he abandons his child to another serial killer. And the last season has a serial killer called the surgeon, the brain surgeon, who quite possibly the worst bad guy, not in just in Dexter, but on any TV show. It was just a bad ending, Shaf. A bad ending. And so bad, at least for me, I can't stand for a, I can't speak for other Dexter fans, but it Anytime somebody even mentions Dexter, my mind doesn't even go to the good parts. My mind doesn't go straight to John Lithgow calling everybody a cunt. It goes <clears> straight <throat> to the ending. Oh, man, when John Lithgow first dropped the C word. Sorry, everybody. We Listen, we have the E next to us on Apple Podcasts, okay? You knew the C word was coming. Anyway, when John Lithgow first dropped the <laughs> C word, I was blown away. And then he just says it like a hundred times after that throughout the rest of the series. It's like his go-to word. Like he just, it was like when you learned the word cuck and you just, yes. ha- you, you sprinkled it in your vocabulary for weeks. I think that's what happened to John Lithgow. I'm not sure he knew that word before he had to say it in the script. And then all of a sudden his character wouldn't stop saying it. But anyway. Uh, can we t- can we take a time out real quick? I got a, I yes. got a question for you. So Hit me with it. I'm ready for any questions you have. I've been uh, I've been frequenting the TikTok uh, a lot lately. That's and true. Uh, there's a shop is bussin'. Okay. <laughs> Sheesh. I don't know what that means. Can Can you fill me in? <laughs> can you fill me in on that, please? <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right, let's go. Urban dictionary right now. Urban. No, I want dic- you to tell me without Mary looking Bussin. Here we go. No, no. Bussin. Oh, yeah, what? Di- tell you what. I, I want to know what bussin is, but I also want to know what sheesh means. Okay. Well, bussin, my understanding is it's something that's good. But let me click enter. Bussin, Urban Dictionary. Let's get with the kids here. <clears throat> what you would say if something was really good. Tay, I didn't know your mama could cook this good. JJ, yeah, her food be bussin. Bussin. Ow. I bit my tongue while I was doing that, Shaf. That Ow. was not bussin. Me biting my tongue was not bussin. <laughs> okay, got spit everywhere. Okay, sheesh. Let's do it. Sheesh. Sheesh. Number one definition. Damn. Number two definition. Oh, my God. Example. When a girl walks by with that fat ass, sheesh. <laughs> there you go, buddy. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha, so, pal. Then why did they, like, tap their the inner side of their, of their, you know, where their forearm meets their bicep? They, like, tap it with their fingers, and they, like, hold it there, and they're like, sheesh. Oh, here it is. It's sheesh with three E's. Yeah, yeah. They've got a different definition. A word used by chads to express amazement. Person number one, my mom died last night. Person two, sheesh. 
<laughs> God. There you go. You got to be a Robo Chad, Shaf. Or no, excuse me, a Giga Chad. You got to be a Giga Chad. And, and what does it mean to be a Chad? Oh my God, Shaf. I got to <laughs> teach you everything. Giga Chad. Oops, I typed in Gig Chad. Giga Chad. Stop. I don't want to know about the cookies. Urban Dictionary is on one today. Giga Chad. A word used. Uh, Giga Chad. The ultimate man. The ultimate man. The Chad to out Chad all Chads. The alpha male of alpha males. If a woman were to look in his direction, she would immediately orgasm. His jawline is a perfect 116 degrees. The absolute Chad to end all absolute chads. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Oh, you're in a happy relationship with your girlfriend and or wife? This man will kidnap her and give her the most severe case of Stockholm, Stockholm Syndrome that she's ever seen or been known to man. Next to the superior human, you will look like the weakest soy boy in history. TL colon <laughs> or semicolon DR. This man is an absolute chad times one million. What a... Fucking Giga Chad, anybody who's watched a cuckold porn. <laughs> <laughs> so, like some women might say, that Giga Chad is down. straight bussin'. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Don't I'm forget so hit, smart hit now. subscribe, five star review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> what was I even talking about, man? I gotta go. You're I gotta scroll. Dexter, I gotta close all it, these windows. You're talking about Dexter go. and how uh, the last seasons were not very good because John Lithgow had said "cuck uh, cunt" a bunch of times. And no, yeah. those were the good seasons, right? No, anyway, but that's what I'm saying. Like after that, it wasn't good anymore. Once it's he stopped saying, tongue shop. Once he stopped saying it cunt, hurts. it wasn't a good show anymore. Apparently, you got it. Okay. So, we're getting a revival. That's the bottom line here. Dexter, uh, or excuse me, Showtime put out a small teaser trailer for Dexter's upcoming miniseries or miniseries event. Uh, to the long and short of it is Dexter's looking out into snowy woods, probably just outside your house, based on the location, Shaf. And uh, in the window, in the reflection of the window, you can see somebody... Uh, tied up, restrained in uh, plastic wrap, which is his number one method of killing, meaning he wraps him up in plastic wrap and then stabs him so the blood doesn't go everywhere, Shaf. It's killing 101. And then he turns and looks at the camera and gives a smile. That sly Dexter smile. And that's it. That's the end of the trailer, you guys. Uh, but Dexter's revival, according to Showtime, will serve as a, quote, second finale for the show that ended on a controversial note. It will also see Dexter leaving his life in Oregon. OK, maybe it's not outside your your house. Uh, leaving his life in Oregon as a lumberjack behind as this new series will take place in upstate New York. Uh, Michael C. Hall, who plays the titular Dexter Shaw, previously spoke about returning to Dexter after the unsatisfying, and that's his word, series finale, saying he includes himself in the group of people that have always wondered, what the hell happened to that guy? Uh, so we're getting a 10-episode limited series coming out later this year uh, we'll, who stars Can Clancy Brown Schaff as the villain, whoever that is. Other cast members include Julia Jones, Johnny Sequoia, uh, Sylvie Love, Jack Allett, Polly Shore, and uh, Damon Wayans. 
Damon so, Wayans. That's all you got to know about the Dexter series revival, which we may or may not be reviewing officially on the podcast when it happens later this year. But at the very least, you know, I'll be chiming in with my thoughts. So maybe oh, a yeah. half review. At, at the very least, a half review, you giga chads. <laughs> All right, folks, this is the last news article we got for you today. Uh, and this is about a movie that I didn't even know was still happening because I think this, movie has, been, this movie has been talked about and talked about for years. And uh, I have years. not seen any three years. OK, yeah. Three years ago, they announced this. It feels like longer, but three years is definitely long enough to not have anything yet. Um the movie I'm talking about is a Super Mario movie coming from, of course, Nintendo. Uh, and we're not talking about a Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo sequel. No, no, no. We're talking about an animated... <laughs> What's your name? Mario. What's your name? <laughs> Luigi. Luigi Luigi? No, Luigi Mario. <laughs> There's three. There's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. That's it. I misquoted the quote, but you knew what I was doing. I knew what you were getting at. Glug, 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 glug. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what if we give them a catchphrase where they say they're drinking beer, but they're not really drinking beer. They just say glug, glug, glug. The kids won't know. They'll think it's chocolate milk. Put it in the script. Oh man, that movie! That movie. We we uh, reviewed that movie, by the way. Callback. If you dip back into our previous episodes, you'll find a the Super Mario Brothers uh, geek movie torture review. And, yeah, uh, it might be our second ever geek movie torture, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think it was the second one we ever did. Yeah, it was something. But uh, this particular Super Mario movie I'm talking about is an animated movie coming from Illumination Entertainment, the same company that provided Minions, Rise of Gru, the whole um, thing. What's that? Probably Trolls. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Maybe. So, I, mean, I don't know. They've, Correction they've got a lot of hits under their belt. So I, mean, I feel like they're in good hands. But he wanted um, – he was recently interviewed. Um, with uh, Fast Company. Don't even know who that is. But anyways, Nintendo president Shantaro Furukawa revealed that the legendary video game developer Shigeru Miyamoto has been working closely with Illumination Entertainment to make sure that the end product is faithful to the video games. So that's good news because, as we recall, the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993 is one of the worst offenders of not even being close to a resembling uh, adaptation of the video game. I mean, we're talking, they took some names from the video game and that's They got the names. It. Yeah, they got that's the names. That's about it. You're right. And that's it. Um, the game, I mean, the movie itself was unrecognizable as far as most of anything else. So uh, we hope that it's more along the lines of Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Sonic the Hedgehog, the new Mortal Kombat movie, um, or even upcoming movies like Resident Evil, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, and the sequel to oh, Sonic man. the Hedgehog. Maybe, because uh, those have been very maybe don't faithful. put all your... <laughs> I was going to say, don't put all your coins on the Resident Evil movie <laughs> just yet. Oh, but, but it, it seems like it's going to be an interpretation of the first video game taking place in that mansion, so... I mean... The, 
yeah, that's what it seems like. But I've been burned by Resident Evil movies seven or eight times already. <laughs> seven or, I was like, how many times? <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not putting a lot of stock in that Resident Evil movie, but we'll that's see. That's fair. That's fair. We will review that when it comes out, though. Um, and I'm sure I'll shit my pants during that movie, too. But anyways, um, we know that Shigeru Miyamoto is heavily involved. So fingers crossed that the Mario Brothers movie is going to benefit and be much, much closer to the source material since he's so hands-on about it. <laughs> Sorry, I was just remembering Giga Chad. <laughs> Giga Chad. <laughs> I, was just, I was just thinking about it, and that's funny. I'm going to start putting that in my everyday vernacular. Giga Chad. Giga Chad. And you know what else I'm going to put in my everyday vernacular? Taking a break because it's time... To let these people know where they can find us on social media. Yes, that's a long sentence to say in my everyday vocabulary. But you know what? I feel like it's going to help me land more sales. Or at the very least, it's going to get my clients to listen to this podcast. Which I actually don't want. So, hey, if you're one of my clients, turn this off. How'd you even find this? (laughs) We'll be right back. Hey, gang. Wonder Rob here. And Shoff's here, too. We're taking a short break from all the geek news to let you know where you can find us on social media. That's right. Find us on Facebook at Geek So To Speak Podcast and join the Geek Nation. It's the best way to stay up to date on all the latest geek news and extra stuff we don't get to cover on the show. You can also find us on Instagram at Geek So To Speak Podcast and Twitter at Geek So To Speak PC. Also, if you want to suggest a topic for geek news, a review, or even a geek movie torture, you can email us at Geek So To Speak Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe if you're not already subscribed and leave us a nice review for a sexy shout out on the show. Thank you so much for listening. Same geek time. Same geek channel. And we're back. That's right. We're back. And we are going to be talking for the remainder of the episode about Star Wars The Bad Batch, which just debuted on May the 4th on Disney plus now episodes one and two are both out, but our review is going to be strictly focused on episode one called aftermath. Just the pilot. You guys, Just the pilot, just the pilot. It's called first impressions. Now you guys, I mean, these characters are not new characters to loyal fans of the animated uh, TV show, the clone wars. Uh, but for Wonder Rob and I, who did not watch the Clone Wars, uh, <laughs> this they were they were new. They were new to us. So yes, uh, shout out to Order Thirteen. I think that's the name of the show. Protocol. Uh, Protocol Thirteen. I mean, Order Thirteen is the uh, Ten McNugget combo <laughs> at McDonald's. Sorry. <laughs> uh, shout out to them because they're probably going to get mad with things we have to say about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you're a loyal Star Wars fan, hey, just listen. We've, I don't know that we've ever given anything, ever given anything Star Wars a good review. <laughs> now that I think about it, um, well, I mean, no, the Mando, the Mandalorian. Yeah, we did like the Mandalorian. Um, I think the key here is they just need to make good stuff going forward yes it's not our uh, fault that they aren't putting out great content 
We liked The Force Awakens, but we weren't doing a podcast at that time. Correct. So maybe we'll like this. Who knows? But probably not. Okay, that's all. I don't want to spoil it. But we hated it. (laughs) But if you really like this, keep listening. Because I might just be making up stuff to get a rise out of you. But I'm not. We hated it. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to get. You know, don't don't. You got to buy the the cow before you get all the milk. Is what they say. And the milk in this scenario is a bad show. (laughs) To put it it in perspective, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. We had planned to watch both episodes, but after watching the first episode, we both agreed that. We were done. <laughs> One was enough. One show was enough. <laughs> it was it was a long episode. It was like 75 minutes long. So, it was a movie. Yeah. I sat down in the living room and I said to my wife, I'm going to watch The Bad Batch. Do you want to watch? And she rolled her eyes at me like she always does. She never wants to watch anything I'm reviewing for this podcast. And she said, no, I'll just be on my phone. You never want to watch anything that's on this podcast. I don't blame her. I don't blame her. <laughs> She'll watch Marvel stuff, but she was not going to watch this. Um, pulled it up a hundred or one hour and 15 minutes. I was like, oh my God. And my wife just laughed. She <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> she delighted in your torment. She did. She absolutely did. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So yeah. Um, we have a lot to say. I wrote some some notes. Did you write any notes on this one, Wonder Up? No, because you told me you watched it ahead of me, and I said, I'm going to sit down and watch this, and you said you took copious notes. And I said, oh, so I'm going to let him do that then, and I'm going to focus on this, because maybe I'll like it. Maybes are fun. Yeah. Maybes are real fun. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, full disclosure, I made a bunch of jokes about this show being bad. I don't think it's bad exactly, Shaf. But it's not amazing. Like, it was fine. But I didn't have the urge to keep watching. Especially when you got little little tiny kids named Caleb on the show. Who are what? Like 12, 13 years old? The character? And are clearly voiced by a 60 or 70 year old voice actor. <laughs> this, that was the one note that I did take. That voice does not match that character. At all. It was so bad, it took me out of it immediately. Every time that character talked, I was like, what is wrong with this kid? Why is he talking? Does he the world's worst cold? Well, you know know what's what's going on? What's funny is um, he's played by a different character. or or, Sorry, he's, he's voiced by a different voice actor in the Star Wars Rebels show. Okay, so he's a character from Rebels. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to look this up because I don't want corrections department to have to come in. But if I'm not mistaken, he's voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. on the Rebels show. Okay, because he's telling me they couldn't get Freddie Prince Jr. back. And Rebels takes place in the future, so he's a much older on that show, and he actually goes by a different name, Kanan Jarrus. So. I'm still blown away they couldn't get Freddie Prince Jr. back. What's he even up to these days? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, What's the last if... thing you saw Freddie Prince Jr. in? I'm looking this up right now. <laughs> Freddie Prince with a Z Jr. 
I'm right. I'm right. Yes. You were right. Now, who who's voicing him in this series? Uh, I don't know, but I'll tell you. Uh, la- the last thing Freddie Prince Jr. did was Gag Wars, Galaxy Gag- of Crime, Gag Wars, Gag G E G G, Gag, Gag. <laughs> Gag Wars. Gag. <laughs> Gag Wars. I'm trying to find the last actual thing he did. He's in Star Wars Rebels. You said that. He was in Robot Chicken. He did a bunch of stuff. Where's Where's something where he showed his face? I guess Border he Town. did voice it. I guess it was Freddie Prince Jr. Was that Freddie Prince Jr.? It in was. This? Star Wars The Bad Batch, Aftermath, Caleb Doom. You're right. Freddie Prince Jr. This is a message for Freddie Prince Jr. If everybody else could stop listening for just a sec. Freddie, this is your pal, Wonder Rob. Listen, we know you're a friend of the show. But maybe stick to Gag Wars. Maybe stick to uh, your wife, Sarah Michelle Geller. Hot. One is he married to Sarah Michelle Geller? Yeah. I'm still really close to the microphone, but now I'm finding out if he's married to to freaking Sarah Michelle Geller. Here we go. Go to his Wikipedia page right here. This is going to be good, you guys. Freddie Prinze Jr., born March 8th, 1976, age 45. Spouses, Sarah Michelle Geller. You're right, Sean. Dude, I know my Freddie Prinze Jr. shit, okay? <laughs> That's true. You're right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm writing this down. Shop. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. expert. <laughs> expert. That oh, made it man. into the show notes, buddy. You're welcome. <laughs> this is shout out to all the people who read the show notes before they listen to the episode. I give you teasers about what's going to happen. Here's to you, person who reads the show notes. <laughs> all right. Anyway, right. so what were we even talking about? Star Wars? Yeah, we're talking about the Bad Batch. So for... <laughs> For our fellow geeks and listeners out there, we are going to get into some of the the plot details. If you don't want to be spoiled, technically, not much. technically, I spoiled you in the intro of the episode, but um, we don't really care because this, this show is not good. So, um, but it's not you, bad. If you don't want to be spoiled, then you probably want to hit pause, go back and listen okay. to our last week's episode, finish it off, and then come back after you've watched the first episode of Bad Batch. Now, um. Uh, just for sort of like summarization purposes, the Bad Batch is about a group of clone troopers that have like a genetic defect um, that has sort of given them abilities. And each each person has a slightly different ability um, that helps them in battle or whatever. Conveniently, they're named after their abilities. So you kind of know what you're getting yourself into. You've got Hunter who mm-hmm. is like the leader of the group. And he's basically just has like enhanced uh, agility and his like focus and all of that stuff. You've got, um, ra- um, you got shoot. bullseye. You got bullseye. His, his, his power is being a bullseye. You got record. An actual bullseye. Yeah, he does. That's he's got he a literal. So on his, on his helmet, he's got a, a cool, uh, dead shot looking, uh, bullseye and then on his face 
He's also got a bullseye. So you know it's crosshair the entire time. You've got Wrecker, who is sort of like the muscle of the team. He's the one. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like cool, but crude. Yeah, exactly. He's the Raphael for sure. Uh, there's a guy named Tech who, oh, conveniently, yes, he does, does machines. Does machines. He does machines. <laughs> uh, and then they have a new addition, Echo. Echo is not technically um, part of the Bad Batch, although he's part of their group. He's just not a clone trooper that had any special defects. He actually um, was someone that they rescued along the way, and he's been sort of, um, he's more machine than man. Um, yeah, but he is a party dude. Yes, he is a party mm-hmm. dude. So this group referred to as the Bad Batch. Um, we pick up with them towards the end of the Clone Wars. Uh, the episode begins just prior to the Order 66 sequence that yes. we've seen in the uh, Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, we find out that Obi-Wan is on Utapau, uh, which um, is exactly where he was in that when he's like, hello there. And um, he's taking down General Grievous and all that shit. Uh, but this takes place on a different planet. And we find out that the clone troopers are struggling against the separatist army, all of those droids. And Mm -hmm. this scene bugged the shit out of me because did we not establish in the first movie, uh, Phantom Menace, that to take down the droid army, all you got to do is destroy the ship up above because it communicates a signal down to the droids and therefore mm-hmm. stops the signal and then the droids stop working and they all power down, right? Like, so if you want to take down the army, you should be fighting the space battle up above and taking down the mothership. That's, I mean, it's the same thing with the Chitari in, in Marvel's Avengers. You take out the mothership, the Chitari stop. They just like fall, fall down. Yeah, but here's the thing. Counterpoint to what you just said, we also learned... Uh, not too long after that, that space music is called jizz. <laughs> this is good. So this is true. nothing yeah. makes sense. <laughs> but no, my point <laughs> is that they're struggling. Jizz whalers. On... Jizz whalers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Used to whale a lot of jizz back in college. Um, so uh, we find out that these these uh, clone troopers are really struggling in this in this battle. The clone troopers have two Jedi with them. Yeah. What are the Jedi doing? Not helping. They are seriously hiding behind like a bunker, like behind like a rock while the clone troopers are are getting killed, trying to take out these droids. They're doing nothing. Then they all rely on five, five other clone troopers who have special abilities to do all the dirty work for them. The Jedis don't even lift a fucking finger. The Jedis could have taken down all of them in one shot. They could use the force. They could smash them up into little bits. I mean, we've seen um, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon make quick work of the droids. It's never, it's never a problem for them. Here's a, here's the thing that really got me about that scene. Order 66 comes. All these troopers point their blasters at this Jedi, right? Meanwhile, Caleb and the Bad Batch are running ahead. The execute Order 66 happens. The the troopers turn on the, this Jedi. They start blasting. Caleb and these people, what are they, like 40 feet away? 
they turn and look and they see they're what they're straight up watching it what's going on they didn't they didn't stop nothing they were only five five freaking feet away <laughs> from my desk to the kitchen right that's how far away they were and i was like this show sucks <laughs> just stupid <laughs> next next song next song okay okay um so i was really yeah i was really bothered by that opening scene um i do think that we're getting kind of a fresh dynamic and a perspective because we're seeing the aftermath of order 66 but from the perspective of the troopers and sort of their close um proximity to the actual troops that had who had uh basically taken out all of those orders from Darth Sidious. So um I think it's it's something we haven't seen before. So I think that part of it is cool. That part I I enjoyed. I was like, okay, I can get behind this idea that they're gonna show us this perspective that we haven't seen before because the Order 66 thing we've only seen with Jedi on the run. We've we've never really seen more than that. And Disney Star Wars is always very careful not to show too much of of Jedi's getting slashed and killed, right? Like there's only so much they show on the screen whenever Order 66 happened. It was a bunch of montage moments. So so this gets a little bit more in detail about what happened and also what happened after. The other big thing uh, issue I have is they all have different accents. <laughs> so, uh, Wonder Rob, I'm not sure if you're like super familiar I mean, with the voice acting that I've been doing. Like, you have to study accents, you have to understand like all that stuff. I'm not sure if you know this, but accents are not inherited. <laughs> you don't get an accent from your parents. Like, it's not something that comes through DNA or anything like that. You get an accent sure. from the environment, from exposure, your exposure to, to your environment. Yeah. So. The idea that the Bad Batch, they've been working, they're part of the clone troop, right? So they, they've been on Camino. We've established that they live on Camino. They've got their own like room, but they train there. They live there. They carry out missions, but they're primarily surrounded by all the same people. And we've already established mm. that the clone troopers are clones of Jango Fett. So uh, sure. they're all should, they all should sound and all are voiced by the same voice actor, uh, D Bradley Baker. And of course in the movies, it was Timura Morrison, the guy who does Boba Fett and Django Fett and all that stuff. But, um, but the fact that they've been surrounded by clones, legit clones who, who sound exactly the same, who have this New Zealander sort of accent, it kind of comes across a little bit British, but it's kind of like a, a New Zealander accent. Um, it makes no sense that the five of the bad batch would their accents would be totally different too. Now I understand because it's the same voice actor. It's still D Bradley Baker. He's trying to create unique identities for them so that he, you can tell them apart purely by an, like an <laughs> audio thing. Well, you mean he's going, ha, 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 I like to punch. I'm the puncher. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Acting. Like, I'm going to do some stuff with machines now. Uh, okay. I'm doing machines. My arm, my my one hand is a dildo. <laughs> Where are the girl clones at? Where are the girl clones at? Or the boy so, clones. No judgment. 
We're cool. <laughs> Space cool. You got a whole up it. That's all I'm saying, folks. We're gonna take but care yeah, of business. I, I, it really irritated me to see all these weird to hear all these weird accents that are happening in a group that are they're all clones. Like they're 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 they might be genetic aberrations, but they're still all clones. It's so fucking retarded. Um, I that really took it out for me. I was like, what is going on? Did they forget like that they're clones? Did they forget where they live? Did they forget the concept of how you get an accent? And I and I hate to say it, but like if this was a choice on D. Bradley Baker, I don't know if it was a good one. Ooh, D. Bradley Baker. You're on the list, buddy. You're on our list, pal. So I mean, I'd love to meet you in person because you've you know, you're so prolific in the in the voice acting for animation, but this just doesn't this doesn't read right. Something's wrong with that. So that really bugged me. That really, really bugged me, Wonder Rap. Um okay. I really loved your work in Smurfs the Lost Village. <laughs> um I Monty, had a question. Jeff's kiss. <laughs> I had a question. The there's a bit where Saw Guerrera appears. Now you saw Rogue One, right? As a matter of fact, I did see Rogue One. Okay, so Forrest Whitaker played mm-hmm. Saw Guerrera in that movie. And by that point, Saw Guerrera had uh, a ton of like droid or mechanical parts. He was breathing with an apparatus. He was kind of on his last legs. But he, he still had apart. a lazy eye. And he still had a, la- Didn't he had replace a lazy that. eye. This show, he seems pretty spry. Made me wonder how much time is there between this show and Rogue One? I didn't think it was that much. Well, but it's I the guess same. It is. It's like uh, the time that passes for Obi-Wan Kenobi where he's a young buck and all of a sudden he's 90 years old. <laughs> That's true. That's true. This I guess, is space I guess time we're talking about. Right. I guess it's how, whatever length of time, like however old Luke is. He's a teenager, I, I would assume, during New Hope, right? So, um, I don't so know. I you got to be at we, least 18 to go to Tashi Station to get some power converters. Power converters. No. Uh, yeah, so I would say he's in his teens, so it's, I guess it's been maybe, I guess it's been enough time for him to look like Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> like, he, he looks, he looks, he looks thin. He looks, you know, he looks like a, you know, normal dude. Forrest Whitaker, uh, he's a little soggy around the midsection and, um, he's got Dunlop's disease. I don't know if you know what Dunlop's disease is, one Rob, it's when your belly Dunlopped over your belt. Oh man, I got Dunlop's disease. <laughs> it's okay, I got Dunlop's disease too. <laughs> Only a little though. Only a little. I'm still mostly spry. I've been lifting <laughs> weights, shaft twenty pound weights. So, really, the next Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, dude. Dude, I bet I haven't talked about it on the podcast, but I've been working out, dude. I've been working out, trying to get thick what? in those arms and the chest, because I'm going to Jamaica soon. You know. Gonna have to take that shirt off. Oh boy, oh boy! Thirst trap, thirst the, trap. Better not post and any pictures. The muscles will distract them from my epically amazing farmer's tan. <laughs> they won't be looking at that. They'll be looking at my pics. Sean. Yeah, but if I if I was on the beach, they'd be like, "It's a ghost. <laughs> There's a ghost here." <laughs> People oh look at me goodness. and they'd be like, "Are those um, arms just floating?" Because <laughs> that's what my farmer's tan looks like. Uh, 
so the other big thing about this show, they bring in a, a girl, a girl clone, and that's supposed to be like some big twist. And she's like three. And I her don't know accent, how old she is. I don't like this. Whoever's voicing that character, I do not like. Well, she. I'm gonna. I'm gonna she talk says her own name. I'm gonna find out. She, doing well, this. I think she's doing kind of like a Kiwi uh, accent. Um, but she, she like refers, her name is Omega, but because she's like talking like a Kiwi person, um, she's saying it, Omega, Omega, my name's Omega. It's like a bunch of Korgs, um, in the Bad Batch, basically. What rolls downstairs, a loner in Paris? Uh, my name's, my name's Omega. Rekka. I like uh, to Michelle wreck, wreck things. Michelle Ang. Uh, best known for her role in Big Mama's House. Big Mama's House. Big Mama. Oh, excuse me. Martin. She was in Big Mama's colon like father like son, where where Big Mama's <laughs> son has to also dress like an old lady. <laughs> you said she was in Big Mama's colon. <laughs> you heard what I said. I said what I said. I'm trying. Her name is Michelle Ang. Listen, kudos to you for landing this part, Michelle. I know you're a friend of the show. I know you're a loyal listener. But and I really loved you, and I want to marry a creative Jewish girl. Like that was that was awesome. But and your and your one part in NCIS Los Angeles where you played Maylee Vipata, amazing, uh, top tier television. But I, I'm not. What she was in Cena Warrior Princess. Stop the presses. She was in a friend <laughs> in the episode of Friend in Need Part One and a Friend in Need Part Two as a Kimmy. Interesting. I don't know if you know this, Shaf. Cena Warrior Princess was my jam back in the day. Oh, I, I love that show. Okay. Anyway, continue talking about um, whatever Omega. we were talking about because right now yeah, I'm looking her up um, on Xena. My issue with Omega is clearly she's she's probably going to have some kind of abilities being that uh, they've already established that the Caminos do not they, they, they clone with purpose. So, um, you know, the Bad Batch all have their special abilities. She's the only female clone, and she's a female clone of Django Fett. So, like, Camino was, the Caminos were like, you know, all these clones are pretty cool, but you know what would be really cool is if we chopped off Django's dick and gave him a pussy instead. Oh, my God. You know what would be really cool? A million credits. A billion credits. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so it's quality like, podcast. Whatever their purpose whatever their purpose is for creating a, a female clone. And not and not accelerating her her um uh aging. Like she's she's a kid, right? So I don't know. If it's they strange. made her a female clone and they and then the male clone does it with the female clone. And this is a full-grown adult clone, by the way. Is the baby a clone? That's true. Uh, corrections department, we're going to need an answer for that next week. <laughs> on the technicalities um, of clones doing it with each other. Get on it. But I felt like this was a little bit derivative of The Mandalorian and the mm-hmm. idea that the main character of the show would have to take in sort of quote unquote adopt a child and have to take care of this child and protect the child. 
Um, it was just too similar to the Mandalorian in that regard. I know that we're not talking about a baby here, but based on this first and second episode, she's fucking helpless. So she may as well be a baby because the stuff she gets into in the second episode, um, which is a purely character development episode, she is nothing but trouble for this group. So, um, you know, something, so there's something about her. There's more than just the fact that she's a girl. Hopefully she has some abilities too, because if it's just the fact that she's a girl, that's not a good twist and it's too tropey. Uh, you'll have to keep me updated on what happens, Shaf, because I don't think I'm watching any more episodes of this. Oh, I'm not watching anymore. No way. I mean, if I, I'll just look up what happens next. I'm not. I'm not going to be watching anymore. <laughs> you go show. to the YouTube recap videos. <laughs> if that, I'll just read the article. Um, you read the headline. You read notes. the one headline, and that's it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, as far as the other notes, I don't really have much i mean we get to see tarkin again yeah uh, a little bit a little bit younger uh, this is before he becomes grand moff but um he's an what asshole, do you think of the, the same, uh, so that's the art style i'll give it i'll give that well credit where credit's due i liked the sort of oil canvasy painting textures on all the characters i thought that was neat kind of looking i i didn't hate it Excuse me. Um, yeah, I made you, know, you yawn. I mean, yeah, right. No, it's uh, it's getting late over here. No, it's uh, the it's the same animation style as Clone Wars, and I did not get into Clone Wars. And is it? This th- is, is Clone Wars also have that sort of watercolor canvasy, yeah, sort of stuff too? I never watched yeah. the Clone Wars. Full full transparency. Um, nine times out of ten, if it's a cartoon, your boy Wonder Rob is not watching, and I mean that. Then most respect for anybody who loves cartoons, but. Usually it's not a draw for me, so I didn't watch it. Do you have a favorite of, like, I know you're not going to watch the show anymore, but of the the five of the Bad Batch, yes. who is your favorite of the five? Uh, Punchy McPuncherson. I'm going to call him Crash. I'm going to punch this wall. Oh, I punched this panel off this metal wall. I'm going to sit in front of it so the guards don't see. I liked him. <laughs> because that acting was so bad. Yet so compelling that it kept me involved. He was my favorite character. Okay, I like that. I actually was surprised that I liked Hunter, the leader, the best out of all of them. Because maybe it's because he had the most depth of the characters. The other ones were just so two-dimensional. They only exist right now to fill the ability category that they're needed for. So Mm -hmm. like, we've got the ranged shooter. We've got the tech person. We've got the 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 muscle and we've got the leader like that's and then we've got this android sort of guy that kind of just sort of does whatever i don't know he's we uh, know that he has one hand and he's got one hand that's not a hand and he's got those sweet ass earphones that are built into his head and he could probably uh pop a helicopter out of his head like Inspector Gadget. We don't know that yeah. for a fact yet, but he probably could. I will say their ship is kind of cool. I like the design of their ship. It's it's like a shuttlecraft, but um, it definitely has some cool, like the way it's sort of um, sloped and it has like some real sharp points and it's a, a, a three 
three winged ship. I thought I just I think it's a, a really sharp looking vessel for them to have. Um, they just released a Lego set for it. If I had liked the show, I might even be you know consider getting the Lego set because of the ship. But the show was not good enough for me to warrant <laughs> spending any money on a Lego set for it. Take that, Disney. You got one less viewer. Well, you sold one less Lego set. Idiots. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, of course, we have one of the characters, uh, Crosshair. He uh, he kind of gets his, um, de- his defect or whatever. The Caminos, through the guidance and, and orders of... Uh, Tarkin, uh, he basically his, um, I don't know what, what, what do you want to say? Like his programming. Yeah. His chip, um, his inhibitor chip. He heard order 66 yeah, and he, he was like, well, how about we, uh, just argue about not killing this Jedi instead about it. Why don't we do that? Okay. He's a real stickler for the rules. This guy. Yeah. He's Absolutely. a real Debbie Downer. He's a real party pooper. He's a lot older than the rest of them, too, which is weird. Like, aren't you guys all the same age? Like, I don't I don't know. Isn't that the point? Get George Lucas on the phone. We need this figured out. <laughs> but, you know, I I gave it a chance, Shaf. I watched it, despite the length, despite that it's not a genre of show that I particularly enjoy. I said, I'm going to sit down and watch this, because what if it's good? And, like I said, my... I firmly stand by my opinion that it is okay. It is not good. It's not bad. Usually in a situation like this, Shaf, I like to wait until a show is uh, finished, its run or its season, and then uh, three or four or five or six or some even sometimes even seven, maybe eight months later, I remember and go watch. But I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to forget. And that is a wonder of guarantee. <laughs> I will not forget, but I will not watch this anymore. Um, I agree. I don't hate it, but I don't like it either. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the bad batch. Um, kind of bad. It's a kind of bad batch. So, <laughs> put that on the poster. Get um, corrections department for our Rotten Tomatoes review. Make sure you get that phrase in there. The bad batch is a bad batch. Make that actually. If that could be the whole review, actually. Negative. Negative score. (laughs) Thank you. All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed our episode about Star Wars The Bad Batch. Uh, If you're looking to find us individually on social media, you can stalk us at WonderRob, W-O-N-D-E-R-R-O-B on Twitter and Instagram. You can stalk me at uh, Shoff, V-O, S-H-O-F-F, V is in voice, O is in over. Spoiler alert, I don't have anything on there recently, and that's my fault, not yours, but I'll try to fix that. That's on Instagram and Facebook. And if you have some corrections for our corrections department, you can reach out to him at Mark Vibbert. Uh, no no fancy uh, Instagram name there, just straight his, his name, as is M-A-R-C-V-I-B-B-E-R-T. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Now, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, hopefully you smash subscribe. If you didn't, now's your chance again. Rate us, review us, let us know what you thought. Uh, next week, as we've uh, heavily hinted, we are going to be reviewing 
Resident Evil Village, yeah. Resident Evil 8. And uh, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already scared. I downloaded the whole game. I've been, uh, I, I set it to, to download uh, earlier today. So it's ready to go. Tomorrow, I will probably dig in a little bit at some point and play a little bit of, of uh, Resident Evil 8. And we will give you our full fledged review next week after I've accumulated eight hours of gameplay that does not consist of me just sitting in a cabin yes. waiting for nothing to happen. I might make you stream your play so I could so I can keep an eye on you. <laughs> just to be safe. <laughs> but I am looking forward to meeting Lady Monster Tits and uh, Oh, I know you are. You're gonna die and it's gonna say you are horny. Yeah, <laughs> I will record. I'm gonna figure out a way to record myself when I first meet her. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this ought to when be she's good. chasing me down the halls. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh no! I hope you don't get me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh I'm gonna back up slowly. And My controllers. The battery must have died. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, the uh, the Dual Sense. It's got a good Rumble Pack feature, right? <laughs> I lost you know, my I controller. Like a good rumble pack feature. It's in my butt. Oh no! <laughs> I hope she doesn't mom me. <laughs> I told you to knock when I'm playing Resident Evil Eight. <laughs> oh, get out oh. of my room, Guigi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellow geeks. We will see you next time. Same geek time. Same geek channel. <sighs> I was too uh, too worked up over Lady Tip Monster. I didn't give my my same geek channel the the same oomph. Same geek channel. There you go. <laughs> there you go, everybody. You guys are fucking lame. That shit look busting on God on God respectfully. Oh, that's a. Shop, Joel, yeah. type. Chat. He's the average enjoyer, not the average fan. That's right. He respects women, he's the perfect man. I so said, Chop, jaw, tight, abs, so no flaw. Gigger Chad, he's the average enjoyer, not the average fan. Yeah. He respects women, he's the perfect man. Yeah. The visual representation of perfection. Ooh. A handsome penthouse, the peak of natural selection. Muscles on muscles on muscles of the thick complexion. Gigger Chad, what a letter, Betty plays Minecraft. Betty does charity. What a chad Always complimenting he's such a chad Not changed by popularity He's a chad He's so brilliant with all the right opinions Shop, jaw, tight, abs, no flaws Giga chad He's the average enjoyer, not the average fan He respects women, he's the perfect man That's it Shop, jaw, tight, abs, no Flaws, giga chat. Yeah. He's the average enjoyer, not the average fan. He respects yeah. women, he's the perfect man. So giga chat. Giga, 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 giga chat. One time. Two times. Giga, 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 giga,
time, two times, giga chat, giga chat.